Hey guys, welcome to episode number 34 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be recording this podcast today with one of my really good friends, Lottie Moss. Hey, guys. We just did an awesome spin class together at Core Collective, and we came back to mine and decided to do a little Q&A podcast for you. So, Lottie, for people that don't know who you are, you gorgeous girl, do you want to give them a little bio, a little lowdown? Okay, so um, I am a model, and I also have my own clothing range with PacSun. Um, I'm also starting a beauty range. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, that'll be fun. Um, and yeah, that's a, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, well, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we're kind of brain dead right now. That yeah, spin class was that so spin hard. That spin class killed me. I'm dying. I'm like so red in the face. No, you're not. By you're the way, for beautiful. everyone that doesn't know this, Mimi looks insane after spin classes. No way. When you work out, like, I swear to God, I looked over at her in the cab and I was like, this is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> she was like so pretty with her hair down, like, looked like she had makeup on, and I'm like red as a tomato, like, with my hair up in a bun, like, greasy. <laughs> you're a such a little liar um okay so we did a little Q&A thing on our insta stories and we're just gonna go right into it right I think so yeah so did you get any that you think we should answer okay let me have a look at them there's probably gonna be some weird ones isn't there okay I have one now Okay, right. You guys are so young and so independent. What's it like being in this industry and um, being in this industry at a young age? What has it taught you? Do you want to go first? Because you started modeling really young. Yeah, so I started in this industry when I was, so about six years ago. How old were you then? So, oh God, that's really bad, isn't it, maths? Um, So I was like 13 when I started. Okay. So that's, is that six years ago? No. (sighs) Wait, (laughs) Wait, you're not, no, you're 20. Yeah. One. Are you 20 almost or 21? 21? Almost 21. Okay, so maybe seven, seven, seven eight years yeah, ago. Yeah, seven, eight years ago. So that's, oh my God, that feels like so long ago. Um, and yeah, it was it was a weird one because I sort of, I got eased into it. My agency were really good. They didn't force me to do anything. It wasn't like these horror stories that you hear. Um, but yeah, they, they were just really great. Um, my agency is Storm. They're amazing. And they've always been like a second family to me and always made me feel really comfortable. I only did shoots with like my mom and stuff like that because I wasn't allowed to go by myself. Um, but yeah, so it's been, it's been hard. I mean, there's ups and downs to like, it's like every job, it's ups and downs to everything. It's like, you know, yeah. They're really great highs, but really shitty lows. Yeah, exactly. What are some of the highs that you love? I always, are- I always say it's kind of like making a deal with the devil. You yeah. kind of, you get really good things from it. You get great experiences. I've traveled to the most amazing places. Like get a Japan, lot of free stuff. You like get glamorous, so many free things. Like- and yeah, it's glamorous and you meet great people like Mimi. I'll <laughs> um, but then there's also, you know, the bad things that come with it. I mean, sometimes being a bit of an evasion by pr- of privacy and, um, 
having comments, you, yeah. comments, also and you. commenting on every move as well. We're not really understanding the situation, I yeah. feel. So they'll see you, they'll, I have pictures of me on nights out and stuff from the press and I haven't even been on a big night out yeah. and then they make it look like it's like 5am and I'm really bad. And That's the thing yeah. about you, like I never really had this because I think you're more like upscale in like this industry than I am, but like you're constantly in the Daily Mail and they're constantly just like literally digging into your life and trying to make stories out of anything and you're but always you followed. had it in a different way because you yeah. had it with Made in Chelsea so you had people watching TV and then kind of going on Twitter and Instagram I never oh, had anything awful. I never had I've never had a lot of hateful comments I'm gonna yeah. be completely honest yeah I've had the odd hateful comment but you have been completely because your life is bare on television yeah and they so made people it people can really dig into well, your personality yeah and also I don't have control of the edit so yeah. whatever goes out on TV doesn't necessarily mean it was exactly. real so yeah. no I'd find that really difficult because I'm okay with people not liking how I look I don't care if you think I'm big or you know too small or whatever I think it's when people dig into your personality that it really hits you because you're like I thought I was happy with myself yeah. and now people are going oh you know she's this she's that and you're like I'm that's not me and then you think oh wait is it me but I don't know that's mm-hmm. probably more for you to answer that one isn't that really well yeah I think just by doing this podcast alone and like having such a strong voice on my Instagram and stuff a lot of people that used to watch Made in Chelsea or used to watch me on Made in Chelsea have realized oh my god she's a completely different person than yeah. she was on TV I think it's I've so great so many... that you've had found your voice now and you can do something that's... I've always had my voice yeah Lottie. I've always been this person yeah. but you know I've been manipulated a shit ton on TV and um you know people like to cut things in the way they like and you know I they needed a, a devil character and I had yeah. to fit that so you know I've never been that person and I've never actually been 100% invested in certain things that have happened and I think also because you moved here and you didn't really know anyone so you kind of did what the producers kind of were asking you to do and you just kind of were like oh I you know I I don't really know anyone and stuff like that so I mean you didn't really have any loyalties to anyone when you first came in there you were just like you were just being you and doing what you would have done it's also so naive that I did anything I was told (laughs) (laughs) yeah but then you it's I would have done the same thing I think anyone would have like if with modeling it's that's why so many people get into these awful situations because you don't want to say no you're like I've got this new job. It's this cool te- television show in the UK, which you've just moved from Canada. So you didn't want to be like, no, I'm not doing that. You wanted to be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it was just so, you're a nice yeah. person too. You don't want to be like, no. <laughs> oh, but you're so right. Um, it's so true. Have you ever had a shoot for modeling where they wanted you to do something like a bit too sexy or like something you just weren't comfortable with? Do you know what? Whenever, so whatever they, whatever they do in shoots, they normally have it planned ahead. So they sp- they'll speak to my agency oh. before, and my agents will be like, yes or no, or don't ask this, don't say that, don't do that. Um, so And all the outfits, I always have an agent with me on set. So if they bring out an outfit, my agent's like, hell no, they'll be like, no. But they'll always say, are you comfortable doing this? I've done, um, I did a shoot once where I had a mesh top on, and my nipples were exposed. And um, they were like, are you okay with this? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. It was like <laughs> Gucci. I was like, hell yeah, I'm good with that. So, yeah, but I'm comfortable with my body and I was comfortable with myself. I was comfortable with people on the shoot. So I was like, yeah, this is yeah. right. This is okay. Yeah. It was I, like some creepy dude in the back alley. That's it. Those are the horror stories. And it's yeah. like, oh, I was doing a casting and I was alone and it was this guy in this weird building. And it was like, he told me to get, like, you know what I mean? Those are like. getting naked. Yeah, those are like the horror stories. But I'm no, glad. No, it's not nice to laugh about it because it does no, really happen. Yeah, it's it really is really up. serious. But it's like. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never had those horror stories and I've been really, really lucky with that. Um, but I think for a lot of girls, they don't start with the position that I've been, 
so lucky to have had um obviously with my sister I've been I've been lucky with having you kind of grew up in a yeah, modeling yeah, family exactly. I've been you know I've been, I kind of got put to the top first I did you know French Vogue yeah. about when I was like 17 yeah so for you guys that don't know her sister is Kate Moss one of the biggest supermodels in the entire <laughs> world so she obviously kind of stepped into this modeling world and you know good thing that you're gorgeous because what if oh, you came you. out pretty ugly <laughs> oh my god can you imagine if I came out ugly no death oh my um, god <laughs> well yeah I mean it was really difficult um but I think it's been, re- I mean, it's been easy in the sense that it's been so, like, I've been so lucky to get all these amazing jobs, like, within my first few years of modelling. Because normally with girls that work from the bottom, they literally work so, so hard and they get the scrapings of the barrel. And if they're lucky enough, it's like the few that get, yeah. you know, Victoria's Secret or they'll get, you know, a major editorial. But I mean, for a lot of these girls, they're working their butts off and yeah. not getting enough recognition for what they're doing. And they have to go to these shady castings because that's all they can get. Um, so, you know, it was a really sad subject to be fair. Yeah. yeah. What's like your big goal with modeling? Like, would you love to do Victoria's Secret one day? Like what's something that that's like a massive goal for you? So obviously Victoria's Secret would be amazing everyone wants but it. I mean everyone hell wants I want it and I'm five foot one and like not skinny so. <laughs> <laughs> no it's so true but it is every girl wants to do it but it's like I'm I'm one of those people like I'm I don't feel like I've missed out if I haven't done it I know I'm not the, the you know I don't look like that do you know what I mean I'm um and I'm no way putting down my looks or anything but I know I'm not you know six foot and, yeah it's a very specific like Amazonian specific, yeah. woman look exactly and they're and that's that's them and that's great but it's just it's not what I look like and yeah. I, I don't you know I love what I look like I love that I'm a bit curvy and stuff like that and I'm not going to change to you know do a show or you know do a, any job or anything like that mm-hmm. so. have you ever been told in this industry to lose weight or like to change your appearance in a certain way you didn't want to in like a sly way like not like oh you're like too big I've been told um oh we've got this really great great personal trainer for you um but like it's not I mean I knew it as well so I was like yeah fair enough like I do need to like lose a bit of weight because people say like I think people are so judgmental about the modeling industry and they say oh like it's so unfair that like you know bigger girls can't do it as well but I'm not being funny these Victoria's Secret models they work their butts off to get where they are it's like it's not like they just you know these girls that they sit on their ass and they go why don't I look like that it's like you don't look like that because you don't work hard enough they train like an athlete they train like an athlete they go they train two times a day for like six months yeah they are not they don't mess around it's like so it's it's unfair to be like oh you know if I wish I could look you know if you want to look like that you can make that happen yeah get to the gym I mean I know I could look probably like quite similar to that but I don't work hard enough and I'm I just you just you're blessed I'm happy but I'm happy to have like a nice life I want to if I want to eat something I'm gonna eat it like yeah I'm gonna if I want to you know if I want to work out I'm gonna work out if I want to go on a night out I'm gonna go on a night out like I'm very happy at this age I think when I get older maybe I'll be a bit more when your metabolism Focus. catches up yeah. to you. You're the one eating, like, bread and carbs, and I'm just like, fuck. I need it. Yeah, but you'll be really skinny when we're older, and I'll be really fat, so. Oh, my God. Oh but you work God. out, like, you, like, actually take quite good care of yourself, like, considering yeah, you spin, like, three, four times a week. I think everything in moderation. Yeah. I, like, sometimes I go out a lot, and then sometimes I'm like, no, get your shit together. Yeah. Like, 
But I think you're way better than, than you were when we first met. Like, we used to go out so much together. Oh, my God. It was, I? like, nights out all the time and then hungover pizza the next day. Oh, my God. Do you remember? Yeah. It was, like, horrendous. But it's, like, we're getting better. I think it's good. We're getting better. You're, like, insane. You I don't like- even drink anymore. I'm just, like, on such a mission. Honestly, since I have, like, the safety of a boyfriend, I'm, like, I don't need to, like, because when I was single, my big thing was, like, I want to go out because, like, maybe I'll meet someone. Like, yeah. I don't want to, like, not be social because maybe I'll be, you know, forever alone. But now it's, like, I'll go out and, like, have a glass of wine. I'm not, like, a big clubber anymore anyways. Yeah. On, like, you know, the rare occasion, like, today in the spin class, when we were listening to that deep house music, I was, like, I could go club right now. <laughs> it makes me feel like you could definitely club to it, doesn't it? I feel like I am clubbing when I'm in there, though. Literally. I'm, like, bouncing around. Yeah, me too. Shoe. I'm, like, duh, duh, duh. I feel like I'm on, like, drugs. <laughs> but, it yeah. does, but it's, like, it gives you such a high afterwards. Yeah. And even now, I feel like it's, it is almost like you've, like, been on a night out because you feel, like, so happy and you're, yeah. like... I, yeah, I feel, like, on speed constantly. I'm like, ah! Yeah, well, listen, like, I love dancing, and I think dancing is, like, definitely a serotonin booster. So uh, I'm not, like, opposed to it. I just, like, haven't had it in my routine yeah. in the Do past not, while. Do like, alcohol? Is that a thing? Alcohol just doesn't fuck with me well. Like, <laughs> alcohol is just such... It's just something I've been, oh, I've always been very sensitive to. Everything from drugs, alcohol, like, even, like, painkillers. Like, I'm very sensitive to it. And it really, like, the next day hangover always messes with me. And I get really depressed. And, like, I just don't like myself the next day. Yeah. So I try, like, it's more not drinking in the moment. It's more, like, what it does afterwards to my mind. And yeah. I just don't feel me. And I don't feel really driven and motivated. But I'm so jealous of all those people that can, like, have like get five and, yeah get up yeah. and go after after like five drinks like after two drinks I'm like a zombie the next day it's bad yeah but listen like I love a good glass of wine I love a good tequila on the rocks like yeah. I I do enjoy drinking sometimes but it's just not like an everyday thing for me anymore no it's true I, I mean I'm the same I've actually just my fifth day of not drinking good not for even you. one drop and I honestly feel so so good I feel yeah. insane and it's really weird like not drinking during the week is something I need to really apply in my life yeah because even when I'm the same, when I have one glass of wine in the evening, if I wake up the next day for a workout, there's not a chance I'm going. There's no. not a chance I'm leaving the bed. Because I feel so groggy. Um, but this week I've got up every day at like eight and yeah. I'm like feeling good. I love it. It's addictive. Yeah, it's really addictive. And I'm like, I'm going out tonight, but I don't even want to drink. Then you don't drink too much. You don't have to have like a fucked up like 7am night. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Mimi... <laughs> I don't stop at two. I know. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. I'm like, I'm like two and then it's like ten and it's like seven in the morning. I'm like, ah. Oh God, it's, it's dangerous. It's okay, a dangerous let's one. find another question. Yeah, let's find another question. Okay, let's look at yours. Okay, I'm gonna look at mine. Um. Okay, where is it? Right, okay. <laughs> okay. Da, 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 da. What are you dressing up as for Halloween? That's a good one. Um, you want to go first? Um, I'll go first. So I am going as Corella Deville tonight, um, which is quite exciting. And then I've got another Halloween party tomorrow, and I'm going as like a space girl. I think I'm wearing like a full silver outfit, doing my hair silver, silver contacts mm. kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. What about Cute. you? Um, I am. Sorry, I'm just adjusting the mic. I am 
I think next weekend, Ben and I are going to celebrate just because, like, this weekend we are just being blah. But, um, blah. <laughs> but I want, so Ben wanted to be Travis Scott and his hair has gotten longer. So I'm going to give him, like, tiny little braids and, um, he'll, you know, dress all gangster. And I want it to be Kylie. And I have, like, these cycling shorts and I can put, like, I don't know, stuffing in the back and, like, put a waist trainer on and, like, wear a wig that's really long and straight and, like, and pink you can, like, or something. Stuff, like, the whole boob. Yeah. Make it- like really like outrageous yeah that so, would be so fun. i thought that'd be really funny um i don't know what we're doing yet though but yeah i think that'd that's be fun. good if you've got a party coming up um i think next weekend there are some things yeah going on. that's it that's gonna be fun there's a lot of events going on yeah okay sure. i want to talk about boy stuff talk about boy stuff let's do it because like you <laughs> love I talking about boy worst stuff love life ever wait no why <laughs> it's outrageous like i've never really spoken about this publicly actually so this is like a full expose um my love life has been like pretty awful um do you want me to talk about it go or? for it let's <laughs> go, go deep go deep um so I, obviously everyone's had loads of those ex-boyfriends when they were like 16 and stuff. And, um, I mean, that kind of, I really don't count as like ex-boyfriends because you were so young. That's what I say to Ben. Yeah. And he's like, you've had boyfriends before me. I'm like, no, I dated this one guy in high school, but it wasn't real. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're like 16, 17. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a thing. Real. Yeah. Um, I moved to London when I was 18 straight from school. So I finished school and literally moved here. Um, where I met my friend Emily Blackwell and me and her are still very much very good friends. Um, I think it was very hard for me because I moved here and everyone was older than me and I got very sucked in by the whole like glamorous thing because I, I, I used to live in the countryside and it was very yeah. different. So I got sucked in massively and I met my, my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend, um, Alex, who was on made in Chelsea with you Mimi yeah um how long did you date again we dated for like 10 months I think yeah yeah um I mean it was a very intense relationship Mm. we were both we both were very similar yeah and that's kind of why we clashed yeah because he me and him were both very stubborn and we were both you know we were drinking a lot and I just moved to London so you had these like crazy fights I remember crazy fights yeah such highs and lows it's actually almost like funny now. I can laugh about it now because it was so horrendous the fights that we used to have. Yeah. And I felt so bad for all of you guys, all of my friends that had to endure this every single night we went out. It was always like some massive argument. But I think that's when you when you first moved to London, you just want to drink and I just wanted to drink and, you know, poor Alex was probably trying to get his life together and I was sort of like, no, I just want to go out and I want to drink and I want to have fun. And um, we would get drunk together and it would just, I mean, sometimes I think alcohol with two people just doesn't. It was a poison. It always, it always yeah. causes problems, alcohol, when yeah. you're both drinking and you go past that point of, there's a fun point of alcohol and then there's a really stage where you just, anything annoys you, anything angers you. And it just, we just always pass that point. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of problems. It turned into um, like a toxic fighting. Yeah, it was like toxic relationship, real toxic relationship. But um yeah, no, it's really sad because me and him got along so well and I really, it is sad that we can't even like speak anymore because it's just like, we were very toxic. But um, but yeah, no, he is, he is a really, really lovely person. I still have a lot of care for him. 
Um, it was just the then, wrong time. It was the right. It was the wrong time. Maybe was, right person, wrong I don't, time. I don't. I don't even think it was the right person. I think we were very bad together. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I really wish him all the best and stuff. And he's like such a great person. But yeah, me and him were just not good together. I'm so sure you broke up like a year ago. So we broke up like a year ago. Yeah. yeah. And since then, like honestly, what's your my deal with boys? Life, I just feel like there's no guys in London. <laughs> like maybe not like, in like Fulham, Chelsea, where you're hanging out. No, it's so true. But like even like when I go, I feel even when I go to Central, I feel like there's none. I feel like you'd like a Notting Hill boy. I would. I really would. They're cooler. I want like a. Re- I know this is so bad, but I want like a rock and roll like musician. That's that's a, like, that's a Notting Hill like, guy. An, yeah, that's like what I want. You I need want, like, like a thirty. I want to be like the groupie. I want to be like at the gigs. Like. Yeah, that's what you need. You need like a thirty-year-old <laughs> Notting Hill guy that like yes. has his shit together, but is also kind of like mysterious. And and challenges yeah, exactly. you. It's so true. No, it's it's so funny. Like I just have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I'm like, oh, I don't know what don't guy I'm meant to be now. going we for. Have I have time. Like, no idea what guy I'm going for. I'm like, am I going for like this? Should I be going for that? Well, but, then experiment. That's yeah, what that's I did. What I've been doing so I've been dating loads at the moment, which has been super fun. But do you like yeah. first dates? I love I first what, dates. I kind of love them. What do you love about them? I love how you can just like. I love impressing people on first dates. Like, when I used to go on first dates. Yeah, this is me. Yeah, and, like, this is how fab I am. Like, I just... It was, like, a job interview, and I love that kind of shit. Like, I love job interviews, because I just can prove to someone. You're, like, putting your, like, relationships in with a job interview. Literally, because I'm, like, I'm going to win you over. Like, I'm going to prove to you. And then... But also, like... This is why you should be with me. (laughs) Yeah, this is why... No, this is why you should be this person to be with me. It was more, like, are you meeting my standards? I was really tough. Like, there were so many guys I went on one date with, and I never spoke to I have again. Same, honestly. My standards were so high. I know. Bye, honey. <laughs> so bad. Okay, how do you think um, you can win a guy over? Like, if you really like a guy, what steps would you take to ensure that, you know, he likes honestly, you back? Always make yourself noticed, but not in like a crazy way. Like, make it look like you didn't even like know that he was looking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, things like putting up like a good Instagram post, but not too much. And then if he looks, if he likes you, he'll probably look at your stories. So yeah. you should always put like, put like motivating stories on. I feel like guys really like motivated girls. Like ever since I've got super motivated and just like loved myself, I've had so many guys speak to me. I'm like, what? Because it's like, they see that you're great alone and you're like doing super well and you're working out and you're fit and you're, you know, doing nice things. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> sure. I agree. Um, I also think, like, being really mysterious at the beginning. Like, the beginning phases yeah. are so important. Like, I was so mysterious and hard to get with Ben <laughs> when we first met. I was, like, I never texted him first once. Really? Like, I was so hard to get with him. And that was, like, the first time I was really hard to get with a guy. Because, like, usually I was just, like, whatever, this is me, you whatever. You to be, and then it just fails. Yeah, yeah I but I played games with him, and I think that's how I got him. I got him hooked. I was, like, you know. <laughs> reeled him in. <laughs> I reeled him in. But um, I think that really works as well for a certain type of guy. Yeah, I think you have to, like, judge the guy before mm. and you're like okay I know what I gotta do with you yeah because Ben was like in a player phase like he was like dating a lot because he had recently broken up with his ex of like a really long time I do feel like guys like something I feel like everyone wants what they can't have so everyone likes like, a challenge yeah everyone likes a challenge don't make yourself too available that's definitely a big one yeah exactly and if he asks you to do something always say no the first time I think be like mm, I'm busy or like whatever and then they can be like oh okay yeah I'll ask you for another time totally yeah okay I'm gonna look at Another one. Um, okay. Body insecurities. Are you insecure about anything? And if so, what is it? Honestly, like, 
not really. I mean, the only thing I'm kind of insecure about is my weight and my height. You're tiny. No, but I mean, everyone, I mean, everyone is yeah. probably, but sometimes I fluctuate quite a lot. Sometimes I'll be quite bigger than sometimes I won't, but like, it's, it's very weird. Like I, mm-hmm. I go up and down a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What about you? Um, well, yeah, I think like since I've been working out a lot and since I've been like really taking care of my health and body, like I've gotten so much better with my insecurities. I've always been kind of insecure about my boobs. Um, and we were actually just talking about this before the podcast. And listen, you guys, I want to be super real with you guys on this podcast. And I know this is a girls supporting girls podcast. It's a really positive place. <laughs> exactly. And you know, like I, I want to be totally open and show you everything about me. So yeah, I'm going to admit I've never been 100% comfortable naked because I feel like my boobs just haven't ever fully developed. I'm 22 years old now. Like I'm, I'm a good, I'm like an A cup or maybe like a small B, but the shape have, have never really like matured. You know what I mean? Like my under boob is just not like the under boob game it's isn't not strong, enough yeah. yeah it's not really like my under boob <laughs> game isn't like like i have upper isn't like boob. where we want it to be yeah exactly it? i have upper boob i have like nipple and then i have like a tiny bit of under boob and then stomach like it just they're a bit pointy for my liking and they don't really look super womanly when i'm naked like ben loves me exactly the way i am so he has no oh. influence on this on this insecurity but i've always like been waiting for them to grow I don't really necessarily want big tits, but, like, I want them to be a nice shape, and I always have to wear bras if I'm wearing, you know, a, a tighter t-shirt, because, like, the shape just isn't good for me. So, um, recently, I've made the decision, and again, I want to be really honest with you guys here, I've, I made the decision to get surgery, and I don't know if you're going to agree with this or not, but I genuinely just want to be totally open with you. Um, I'm getting a surgery to fix the shape of my boobs and maybe add a little bit, um, nothing crazy, just maybe a C cup. And I've been thinking about this for years and years and I'm going to somewhere amazing that I've done so much research on. I'm going to the Cadogan Clinic, um, on Sloan Street and I have literally been saving up for this for ages. <laughs> you could probably tell I'm nervous telling you guys right now. Like, I feel like, like I'm, I'm going to, I know, I feel like I'm going to like make some people like, you know unimpressed or like ashamed or like something but I just want you guys to know that this decision has been something that I've wanted for a really long time and I don't base it on my happiness so I'm not doing this to be like oh I'm gonna be happy when I have you know better boobs boobs or bigger boobs or I'm gonna be happy when this happens it's like I don't think that way I love myself the way I am right now but this has just been something I've wanted to improve on for a long time and also since I've lost weight my boobs have gotten way smaller so that's another thing so I think it's the time now and I have everyone around me supporting me. So, yeah, that's that's something I'm insecure about that I'm going to change soon. And, yeah, so Lottie is telling yeah. me right now. So Lottie has also gotten hers done. She got hers done last the year. The big reveal, huh? The big reveal. So, honestly, I have never really spoken about publicly about my my breast implants. Um, but I felt like this was the perfect time to do it. Because, it's an honest convo. Yeah, it's, it's an honest conversation. And it's a podcast with a really good friend of mine. Yeah. And... I feel comfortable talking about it. It's like an interview. Um, so yeah, I had my my breast done about a year ago. 
and so Mimi has come to me for advice yeah and the whole thing and I was the same you know I was I was quite happy with my boobs it wasn't it wasn't anything where I was just you know it was a split minute decision I, I thought about it for a very long time um but like every girl we always have one bigger than the other and I felt that one of mine was significantly bigger than the other and it was just something that got me down I did have comments from ex-boyfriends and things like that saying oh you know like it's, they're like you know they look different oh it's the worst and I hated it but I think it wasn't I mean it was just something that made me slightly insecure and I'm going to be completely honest about that so I I felt you know what I want to get this done but now not even through boys I look at myself in the mirror and I think hot damn your titties yeah. are good <laughs> it's not you didn't do it for other people you no did it for I didn't yourself. I literally did it so I could look in the mirror and think wow I actually I there's nothing else I would change and now there's actually nothing I would change nothing yeah I love everything about myself yeah apart from that one thing that I didn't like but yeah I feel the same like I feel like you know I'm I'm so happy with where I am now it's I, just like a puzzle that's almost finished that you needed to kind of swap out like yeah and yeah. listen you know I don't want to compare I don't want to down I don't want to um you know put this whole surgery down to being like not a big deal because it is a big deal it's a big surgery it's a lot of money it's you know Always your body think about it before you're doing oh it. my god 100%. for sure but I also just want to compare it to like listen I personally think girls that have every single thing done I think girls that have you know nose lips under eye cheekbones jaw this that boobs ass like everything done I think there's an insecurity there that they have to deal with before getting more shit done because I think that just screams like I need more self-love but I think if there are certain things and you don't go overboard I don't think it needs to mean that you don't have self-love. The only thing I have a problem with is if if it's affecting your health. For sure. I think you really need to think about it and think if you know am I should I do this but I think if you want to do any surgery to yourself do it go for it have everything have nothing do whatever you want to do if it makes you feel better yeah like I feel so much better about myself and I think getting my boobs done was the best thing I've ever done like the best decision I've ever made um in a pool of bad decisions (laughs) no I'm joking but um but yeah, no, for sure. And I think Mimi should definitely go through with it because I've known Mimi for a few years now and I know that it's yeah. something she's wanted to do and I know that's something she's felt a little bit, maybe a little bit insecure about. For and sure. I think, I think I was the same before I got mine and I was, I was so happy. I was over the moon. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean that, like, this is this misconception. I grew up in Toronto, in yeah, Canada. Yeah, you hate yourself. It's just no. like that one tiny thing. But this is the thing. I grew up under the impression, like my parents are artists. Like we're, we came, I grew up, ugh, I grew up in a very hippy dippy family. Like, you know, no work done ever. Like I think my parents kind of conditioned my sister and I to think getting work done. Yeah. It, it like means that. that you're a fake person. Like they didn't say this, but they kind of were like, no, it's not for you guys. Like you guys are intelligent, good women. You know what I mean? But obviously now like, my mom is so supportive. My dad's so supportive of this. Like, like times have changed. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think I had to really get over this hump of like, oh my God, does this make me a fake bad person that's so self, self-obsessed self and conceited? No, it just means that I'm someone that wants to change yeah. my appearance a little bit. I'm not going to undermine this big surgery and compare it to like dyeing your hair a different color, but yeah. it's something that I'm deciding to do to yeah. change my appearance for myself. Yeah. I'm not doing it for anybody else. And as everyone says, you do you. Like yeah. you just have to do yourself and you know, like fuck what everyone else thinks. Like if you want to get it done, get it done. But like it is such, it's one of those major things we have to think. You can't really go back from it. So you have to think, is this something that, you know, I can 
I can fix by maybe working out or eating better mm-hmm. and fixing it in is maybe is this an inner problem rather than an outer problem exactly do you know what I mean body you literally just hit that <laughs> nail on the head it, it, if your insecurities are more inner like if you really deeply think that you're just not good enough and this and you believe one surgery is going to change your confidence just yeah. like if you believe losing 10 pounds will make you this amazing human it's like no yeah you need to really work on yourself first and maybe if you want to get a little something done like sure but don't make it this big massive thing that you think will change your life yeah because you're it's not yeah what you think about yourself is the most important yeah. and and deep down your personal growth before getting any work done is important like this is just an add-on like I'd be fine if I didn't get yeah. it but now I'm at the point where I've saved up enough money and I want to do it so I'm going yeah. to it's not this big necessity exactly thing. it's something that you've earned this money now mm-hmm. and you're like do you know what like I it's like a little Christmas present to yourself, an early Christmas present, exactly. <laughs> but it's, you've got to spend money on yourself and you've got to treat yourself. And this is one of those little treats that women like to do. <laughs> I guess so. But again, we're not promoting it. Yeah, if no, you like, not. like yeah. if you are so into being natural, totally natural, then do you. That's amazing. I totally support that. I support it. If you want to get something else, and like, I, really, I think you know, getting work done is such a taboo subject and I like to be open about it. I like looking like myself. I want to look like the best version of myself possible. Okay. Like I don't want to go do anything absolutely crazy. Like when I first, um, I got my lips done for the first time, like, uh, almost two years ago or a year and a half ago. And, um, I think I got them too big at first a little bit because I was just like experimenting when now I kind of know the exact perfect medium. So it just still looks like me. I don't look like a duck face. Like, you know, it's, I haven't gotten them done in almost a year. So they're basically done like out. Yes, you too. So we actually yeah. go to the same guy. We actually did. Dr. David Jack. The first Jack time Hi I there. ever got my lips done, I went to the same guy as Mimi. Oh my God, this is also the first time I'm saying I got my oh lips Oh my God. Done. Well, we're just going to be open here. <laughs> That's just It doesn't open. make us bad people. Um, That's something we have to get over. Like, yeah, so my lips was actually something that I slightly regret. You do? Because, yeah, I think I did it because I knew that everyone else was getting it. Yeah. And it was when, like, Kylie first got hers mm. and everyone was kind of doing it and now I look at my lips and I think, you know what? Like I haven't had them done in now. They look the same really time. good about, now. Yeah, probably about. We a year both now. did too much at first. Yeah, I think we both did too much at first, and I think we both we both didn't really need it either. We both got nicely shaped lips. I like a little bit in in mine just because yeah. all my features are really big. Like I have a big head, a big jawline, kind of like big yeah, eyes, big do. nose. So I think I already you have had a big, big nose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm half Jewish, okay? No, I'm kidding. Old <laughs> <Little> schnozzle. <laughs> um, I actually am Jewish, so I'm not, I'm not being oh mean there. I'm half Jewish, yeah. Oh my my God, mom is, amazing. so I'm kind of fully Jewish, but anyway, um, I've always, I've always had like full lips that I think, uh, like even like 0.5 mil, it always just looks a bit better, but like the natural look, you yeah. know? I think we did way too much at first. Oh my but, God, we did way too much. But it's like, but... it looks like, you think it looks so good because it's like, oh my God, everyone else is like, oh my God, come on. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, calm down. Um, yeah, so that was something that I just, didn't I don't think I'll get again no but I still have like resonance of when I got it I think yeah it was just something I I did because I was following the crowd and I think that is is such an important message because obviously I I did my boobs and I'm very happy with that but the lips was something that I did take a little bit too far and I just Mm. didn't need and I how many times did you go twice yeah yeah okay yeah I I've only gone like I think in the past year and a half like two or three times yeah but I haven't gone since February so it's pretty much out but yeah, I think, listen, experimenting with your body is up to you. And, you know, we're going to be honest with this. And I, I know I'm going to get comments on my Instagram when I get my boobs done being like, oh my God, you know, I've already been wearing like big push-up bras in all my photos the past month to kind of just prep my followers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, so it's not just from like I've small been wearing, to huge. Yeah. I used to just embrace the small boobs that like and like whatever, but now I'm just like okay, like I'm just gonna like be wearing bras all the time now because I kind of I want to get start getting used to this look. Yeah, you don't want people to go from like zero to hundred, so you want it to be like oh, it kind of just like grew. No, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I'll talk about it that much on Instagram because I know you listeners on my podcast yeah. actually like you feel me and you know me as a person. I think another thing that's really important as well if you're thinking of getting some sort of surgery, always speak to your friends about it. Maybe even if you don't want to speak to your family. I mean, it's good to speak to family, but sometimes you don't want to. It's just something, especially if you're an adult, you kind of, you think, you know, it's not their decision and I don't really want them to... Have an input. You know, have an input on it. Um, Because your parents will always love you, you know, no matter whatever you do to your face. Okay, but I'm going to argue this, that if you're not comfortable telling the really close people around you that you're getting something done, then, like, maybe you shouldn't be because you're kind of ashamed. Like, listen, at the beginning, I maybe was a bit nervous, but I still told my mom, my dad, my yeah. grandma. Like, I've told, like, my entire family, and they're like, I did about my understand. boobs, but I didn't about my lips. Oh, yeah. Lips is a different thing. Weirdly, I see lips as more, like, fake. So do I. I Weirdly. Why. Yeah. Um, because boobs, yeah. my mom always knew that I felt uncomfortable, and so mm. it was very easy to say that I was going to get them done, because she was like, yeah. Me too. Sure. My mom had the same problem Me as well, too. with one massively oh, really? bigger than the other. So she was like, oh, my God, for sure, I wish I had gotten them done. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but lips was like slightly different for me. Lips is a trend. It's yeah. It's, lips is a trend. It's a trend, yeah. Boobs, I think it's more of like a feminine personal thing. Like I, think I a lot of people have great boobs as well. Yeah. So like you don't need to get them done. Yeah, no, totally. You don't need to at all. But if this is a massive insecurity that like your family knows you've had this massive insecurity about it for years and years, yeah. And you're comfortable with getting a surgery to fix it. For sure. It. Always talk to your friends and family if you can about so any, any type of surgery before you get it done. I would never do make a big decision without consulting in them first. Yeah, like sure. really important to me so wow I feel like this is a therapy session because I'm it just is. like I'm opening my soul to you guys I'm gonna get hate comments I'm gonna get love comments but at the end of the day it's my body and it's my rules and yeah. you know well same because I've just done it too so we can be in the hateful together yeah but also why are people like when you first got yours on people noticing like you got some hate comments being like fake tits like why are people that rude? Like the people who are you know the people that comment that? I think I think I I've never understood hateful comments because I always thought why why does it matter? Like I see it on so many girls Instagrams and they say, you know, they say this and that and I think why do you care? Like why why does it matter for you? Why are you following me then? Like unfollow me. You don't have to look at it. Why are you being putting your negative energy on someone else who's happy with themselves? Like yeah. it just doesn't need to happen. Like if you don't agree with it, then that's fine and you keep your comments to yourself. Like it doesn't need to be put out in the world. Also, we need to realize we'll never be criticized by people that are doing more than us. We're yeah. always going to be criticized so true. by people that. that do less than us and that aren't happy. Yeah. Because realistically, think about it. Yeah. All those haters, all those mean, you know, keyboard warriors, all of them, they are not happy. Imagine, can you imagine those people being really positive, you know, abundant yeah. and happy people that love their lives, that are doing great in their career, that have great bodies? Those people don't comment There's rude things on jealousy Instagram. And a lot of bitter jealousy. Yeah, I it's think. a jealous thing to yeah, you it's try. Thing. It's easy. It's it's psychology one hundred and one. People that try to put you down, it's an instant relief for them that they've made you feel bad about something, so it brings them up for like two seconds. Yeah, but it's also because they feel bad about themselves. So if they can yeah. bring someone else down to their level, they feel like oh, I'm not the only one feeling, you know, exactly awful about my life and awful yeah. about myself and. Um, all I can say is I feel sorry for people that hate on this podcast and hate on you, Mimi, and hate on me and hate on anyone in the world. I don't get much haters on this podcast. I've maybe gotten like one mean comment about like probably a hater that was like an OG hater that like came to my podcast 
have yeah. to judge it. <laughs> Someone that's coming from your Instagram. Yeah. Just to do this. Yeah, literally. So, um, I, this podcast, I, cause you guys can hear my real voice. You can really listen to my opinions and, and you know me, like I'm speaking from my heart right now. Like this is my personality. This is my, my views. Like this is me. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to get any like comments bare, on this. It's quite scary. Yeah. It's I'm, very bare. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't edit my podcasts a lot. Like I maybe take out some blank, uh, space, but that's pretty much it. So yeah, but Whatever. You know what? I'm really, I'm okay with getting in stern comments. I'm just going to block those people because they're just negative energy and I don't want that. So Ooh. there you go, you guys. There you go. <laughs> there you go. A little insight into our lives. Yeah, I'm really happy we did this and I feel like there's so a weight lifted off my chest. And also, by the way, I'm getting the surgery in two weeks and I will still be posting podcasts because I'm actually going to be, um, well, I guess when I release this, it'll be like in a week. But yeah, I'm going to, I have podcasts stacked, so I'm going to still be posting twice a week. And also, I'm going to actually do a podcast potentially with my surgeon to talk about like the nitty gritty of this surgery and this procedure. And if you guys have any questions about so boob cool. jobs and stuff. I had you before I got mine done. <laughs> I know. Well, listen, there's a lot to it. Like there's yeah. a lot of things I'm doing beforehand to reduce inflammation. Like I'm going to do this like in a really specific way. Like I want to heal really quickly and I want to do this right. So um, if you guys are interested in that, let me know. And yeah, thank you, Lottie, so much for coming on. Thank you so on. much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. I know. And I'm just looking at you wearing my new jewelry line, and I'm just like, it looks so good on you. Go check it out, guys. Have any necklaces? Yeah. So I just, um, really quickly, I'm going to do a little plug. I just uh, designed myself. I actually designed the entire thing um, with heavenly necklaces. It's really great quality jewelry, 18 karat gold plated, um, affordable. All the pieces are under 100 pounds, and it's really good quality. It doesn't rust or get gross and like yellow on your skin. <laughs> so it's really cute it's very like um you know star and moon and like it's very kind of boho dainty jewelry and I'm wearing this collection every single day I designed it to wear every single day so go check out my Instagram all my highlights I have a jewelry highlight you could check it out there or go into heavenly necklaces their Instagram and check it out thank you guys so much for listening and I'll speak to you soon